Welcome to the LALB Programming Hour with your host, Leo. My co-host Avery seems to be very under the weather, so she could not make it. I am not feeling well either, but I shall continue on the show. Y'all must not miss your daily input of animals. So, this week, we're specifically talking about worms. There is flatworms, um, virus-type worms, and roundworms, which are planthiums, nematodes, and annelids. First, we're going to discuss the circulatory system. Um, for flatworms, there is no known circulatory system along with nematodes, but it is said um, substances are circulated around their body, but not much more. Annelids, they specifically have two dorsal valves that are located in the lower ocheals that move blood through the sinuses. One dorsal, one dorsal is a ventricle vessel that moves blood forward, and the other one is a connective vessel that moves blood backwards. The blood vessel's walls consist of muscle fiber, a muscle fiber layer and a continuous congenuous material that is lining the inner walls of a thin cells. Whew, that's a lot, a handful. <laughs> In the higher level, there in the higher level, the hearts, the heart or hearts connect to the dorsal and ventral vessels, and move blood. Sorry, I, again, I don't feel very well. In free move, in the free moving, there is a network of branches connecting the two. Blood is moved th- through wave-like motions and contractions of the blood vessels, which is either done by the heart or cilia. So it's like um, an ocean kind of, I guess. <coughs> Next is the respiratory of the three worms. God, I need a new respiratory, it sounds like. (laughs) The flatworms have also no known respiratory system, but it is said nematodes can diffuse oxygen and carbon dioxide through their bodies, but it doesn't say much more on that. But annelids um, can also do the same by breathing through their skin or exchanging gases. But some who reside in the water do breathe through gills. The oxygen is carried by a respiratory pigment, either hemoglobin or chlorine. I don't know how to say it. Hemoglobin is the most common, 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 and is present in free in most free moving and cellular apologies. Um, Chlorurian, I'm sorry, is found within apologies more um, the group more though. So I would say hemoglobin is found more within earthworms and such, and the other ones are found more, I believe, in sea worms. I'm not sure if there's any round sea worms. I want to check on you on that. So for the immune system, um. Uh, flatworms actually do have an immune system that is composed of two different parts, the innate and adaptive response. The innate response is the first thing to respond and responds only within a few hours. It is the broad cohesion and it um, protects against mouth pathogens. It responds within hours, as I said earlier. The adaptive immune system is mostly for cleaning up any kind of infection which uses non-pathogen-specific responses. For nematodes, there is an innate response that use a substance called G-protein that is paired with a receptor NPR-1 located in the sensory nerves. It involves signaling related molecules a synthogmp gated icon channel ion channel and suitable geomnet cyclus. The sensory nerves react releasing all these and battle off the infections and such. With annelids it is generally characterized by the um, blood system, dorsal and ventricular vessels, and bloody f- and a body body fluid system contained in a circuit cavities. Only the only the components of a fluid were shown in the participate in the immune system. So this is mostly, I believe, for earthworms. I will have to see. 
Anyway, the last little bit I can discuss with you is the reproductive system. With flatworms, they are hermaphroditic, meaning they have both male and female parts. These were... With the... Within the worms, there are many test, um, testes, but there are only two ovaries. Within the male, female system, there are two separate structures, which are the ovaries and the ventral, which is known as the yolk gland inside the egg, I believe. These cells tend to form an egg, typically within an aquatic life. The shell contains a hard protein called siliton, and tape, within tapeworms, the body is segmented into different parts, such which later develops into a full set of male and female systems, I believe. There are there is complementary avatrice that has a, a venerable penis and a vagina. <laughs> With the female opening, there is a system of tubes that leads the egg into the sac that is in the universe after it fertilizes. They can either cross-fertilize with themselves, or, or they can cross-fertilize with other worms, or with themselves. Some even produ- reproduce asexually through budding, which is taking a section of yourself and letting it grow into a new you. With nematodes, there is a primal re- they they primarily reproduce wits in sexually. The males tend to be a lot larger than females, but the females still can carry a large portion of eggs. They had two ovaries, uterine and a vagina, and along with a separate pore for genitalia. Males have testes, seminal vic- viscals, vas difference, and colica. The so colic I don't know how to pronounce this word is meant to be for both sperm and waste, so they dispose of their whatever they ate through that along with being able to reproduce, which is, I must say, quite gross. The males provide the female, the sperm, and the females move along with their... Since the male's sperm can't, there's a little section that are missing from the sperm that inhibits them from being able to move it through the uterus to the eggs. So there's a chemical compound, or I believe some kind of substance within the females that are able to do that for them. Some can reproduce asexually, though, through parthenogenesis, which is when an egg develops without the sperm needed. So females are able, some are able to reproduce without a sperm needed from the male. There's also a hermaphrodite, which can reproduce with themselves, which is, again, where they have both male and female parts. Adelids, they can reproduce either sexually or asexually, depending on what species. As earthworms, they are hermaphroditic, which means they contain both male and female parts, but they do not reproduce. Um, reproduce that with themselves. Instead, they line them up in different directions and collect um, each other's sperm, which later, which is later collected by a mucus presume, and it works its way up the body along with it also collects eggs as well. Then it fertilizes the eggs and it places them into the ground for future worms to grow. On the other hand, the apologies reduce asexually. One way is <coughs> fission, which is like cloning oneself. So they make an exact copy of their DNA, and there's like a suck in them almost. There's al- another one is budding, which we already discussed, which is breaking a piece off of themselves so they are able to reproduce that way. I'm sorry there weren't many jokes in this one, and I'm quite sorry my co-host Avery wasn't here. Again, we're both quite under the weather, but we did not want you to miss out on your worm facts of the day. We do wish to apologize, and hopefully my co-host can come on and explain her side that she was meant to when she is well. For now, this is Leo signing off of the LALB Programming Hour. Thank you for joining us. See ya!